podcasting from his front porch in Charleston, South Carolina. Grab a glass of good old-fashioned Southern sweet tea, put the kids to bed, take the phone off the hook, and get ready to learn how to turn paid traffic into leads, sales, and profit. And now, here's your host for the Media Buyers Association podcast, media buying expert, Charles Kirkland. Hey, 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 this is Charles. Hope you're having a great day or evening when you're listening to this podcast. Now, today, we've got a special guest. We've got Mr. Alex from Experiment 27. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me, Charles. Good, good. uh, It's great to be here. Good. So, dude, tell me what, how did you get involved in this? You know, what's what's the background story of you, and uh, how did you get to be a cold email lead generating ninja? (laughs) Good to be considered a ninja. I don't know if that's cultural appropriation or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I was working at a digital agency as like a junior sales guy. Uh, we were selling mobile app development. And uh, we had these really aggressive sales targets. My goal in the first year was 750000 in sales. And I was looking at our lead flow, and we were getting about 14 inbound leads a month for our sales team of six people. So there was no way this was going to happen. This, there was no way this was going to happen mm-hmm. um, and, unless I figured it out. So I pitched the uh, the founder on running some marketing tests, ended up doing some cold emails to generate leads. And uh, that year and the next year ended up beating both founders and the director of sales and like every other sales guy on the team um, in terms of beating our quota. So <laughs> I realized if it worked for our agency, you know, it probably worked for other agencies uh, pitched him, pitched the founder of that agency on becoming the director of marketing, and he was nice enough to allow us to have other clients. So then that turned into X27, yeah, where we help other agencies grow using cold email and some other services. Sweet. Well, I've got a question. You know, like I'm terrified. Like if I send cold email, will the spam police show up and put me in jail? B, will you know, like all of a sudden people like send me hate email? And how do you make cold email effective? Uh, so the answer to both of those is if you send cold emails, we end up in spam. Yes. And will people hate you? Yes. If your emails are, are terrible. Uh, if you look at most agency emails and anyone who's an agency owner knows um, because you get these type of emails, how bad it can be. Right. Hey, uh, typically the email might look like, hey, you know, we do. HTML5, iOS programming, and just bullet point after bullet point, no customization at all, uh, which immediately makes you want to click spam. So yeah, in order to make an email effective, you need a subject line that's not spammy. Right? I, I like hi from Alex or question about company. And then the, the body of the email has to be customized to the person. Um, that doesn't mean writing every cold email by hand. But it at least means digging in deep enough to your customer to find out, you know, what they want specifically, and then writing an email around that. So, for instance, uh, for you, Charles, we're talking a little bit off the uh, before this offline about how you sell to a lot of uh, churches. You do a lot of church marketing uh, for nonprofits. So there is, and I can even ask you that. Um, there's a typical customer in there, right? Like yes. there's a certain type of person, and they have the same. They have the same needs, right? Let's say they run a church and it's like of a certain size or they have you know, a certain number of uh, things under management. And you can run through the same way that you would in, an, in a PPC target and create that type of person and then write an email directly towards them. So, for instance, at Experiment 27, 
we sell to other digital agencies, usually ones that are over a million in revenue, uh, up to like 25, 30 million uh, in revenue. And that that type of customer has a director of marketing in there where they have two or three issues. They've got a CEO with two or three issues. They have, uh, sometimes they have a CMO, uh, sorry, a CTO who does just their tech stacks. And they all have different issues. And each one of those people can have an email written directly and specifically for them. And that's that's the way to make it effective. Then I like that. And I will tell you this. Um, me being like, – I want to tell you, you know, we, we do the nonprofit. We're in the nonprofit niche. And I used – I listened to a bunch of the videos Alex had. And I said, well, I'm going to give this a try. Um, just watch the YouTube videos. And you would think that nonprofits would be like the – least responsive group of people on the planet um using your stuff we ended up getting like a 70 percent open rate and click rates were good 14 15 percent alex tells me i can do better so i'm gonna see if i can get it up to 80 or 90 but we we did exactly what you said nobody came through the phone nobody sued us for anything people were thrilled and happy yeah and there are laws so in in europe it's getting tougher to send cold emails in canada it's almost fully illegal like you can get fines and stuff but in the u.s can spam was the law that we passed in 2004 in the united states and it, it is what it says it's you're allowed to spam yes. you know? yes. so, <laughs> so cold email still does work in the u.s and and a lot of countries around the world and there's nothing really people can do in terms of legal ramifications and i haven't seen branding hurt either um in terms of you know, people not wanting to work with a brand because mm-hmm. they send them a cold email. Typically, uh, if you're in B2B, right, if you're a business, you're typically thinking about how you can grow your company. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's sending an email where they're saying they can help you grow and it's backed up by data and it's written to you, or at least it seems like it's written directly to you or your type of uh, person, there's there's no reason you would be negative against them. Right. The only the only reason you'd get things like unsubscribe or take me off the list or uh, reporting as spam is when you're sending an email to the wrong type of person or your, your message just doesn't resonate at all. And the easiest way that I've found to avoid that is to actually sit back and read the emails that you're sending mm-hmm. and, and ask yourself, if I got this email from somebody else, what would I do? But your gut feeling as a business owner should be enough. Um, as long as you can disconnect yourself from from what you're writing, which you know, sit it down for a couple of days, that's, that's what usually helps. But as long as you can dis- disconnect yourself, you should be able to have a pretty good gut feel of what's scammy and what's not. And that makes perfect sense. Now, when you're sending these emails, is it a case of I send one email and I just wait for people to you know flood the doors, or do you send a series of emails, nurturing, bringing people into the you know, and then, then getting potentially to a dear, dear John email? But do you, you know, is it a one and done thing or is this a case of like everything in business where you need to nurture those leads? So for each, for each person specifically, we'll do four emails and a cold call is, is what we typically found. So normally email number one is uh, just a generic offer like, um, you know, hey, founder company, super impressed with what you've done. I'm Alex Berman uh, with Experiment 27. We help, we've helped agencies generate over $100 million in leads uh, and we work spe- we're different because we specifically work only with digital agencies. Would love to hop on a quick call. Do any or would you mind if I send over a few times? Thanks, Alex. Something like that. Then the second email in the sequence a few days later is uh, what I call the ideas email, which is 
you know, like, hey, Mark, uh, just got off the phone with the CMO at a at another digital agency, and they were dealing with the two with these two issues. And it's like issue one. Um, I'll I'll tell you this a little bit. Issue one, we've been uh, playing with PPC, but aren't getting any conversions. The solution to that is the cost per click that we found with agencies is typically way high, way higher than it should be. And the solution is sending cold emails instead of going through PPC. And then it's like number two, and it's another problem and another solution. If those resonated, would love to hop on a quick call and see what we can do to help you with marketing. Would you mind if I sent over a few times? And then another email in the sequence is, hey, I'm sure you're busy. Just hope this didn't get buried. Uh, just bumping it up to the top. And then, yeah, the Dear John or the breakup email is usually the last one in the sequence. So, hey, uh, hey, Mark, at this point, I'm just going to assume that marketing or improving your lead flow isn't a goal for this year. Let me know if anything changes. Dude, love it. I absolutely, sure. And, and as, as you're telling me those, I'm like, I'd respond to that. I'd respond to that. I'd respond to that. And, <laughs> and at the end of the day, I mean, like, I'll tell you, I'm like the most jaded person on the planet. You know, this like. I'm jaded just because I've seen it all, done it all, been there, got the battle scores, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'd reply to that way better than you yeah. I'm getting an inbox now because well, you're an you're an agency owner, and that's why they resonate. And exactly. if it's a nonprofit, you know what that one or two, you know what those one or two problems are, so you're going to be able to hit those over and over again in your cold emails. It's funny with the nonprofits. The first email was we were putting together a uh, just because I wanted to basically make an impact in that industry. We emailed them like, hey, take a survey because we want to put together a, um, we just well, really just call it a performance report and we would share it with them. And we got like 500 and some odd nonprofits very quickly to tell me, I mean, they laid out the problems they had, the challenges for uh, like tech challenges, what were they doing, what were they struggling with. And we immediately, you know, I like started emailing back, hey, Bob, notice you're struggling with XYZ, can we help you? Yeah, okay, great. And it was really interesting. I mean, how many people will respond to those type of things? So, yeah, and because you know your niche, you knew that a quiz would probably work better, a survey exactly. would, would work better. And something as simple as that. Now, okay, let's say we're, we're into this, we want to get going. How difficult is this to set up? I mean, is this something I can do out of, you know, Gmail? Can I just blast it all one time out of Outlook? Or do I need special software? Or how does that work? Sure. So when someone's spinning up a cold email campaign, um, I recommend not blasting anything. Um, I wouldn't even send more than 20 emails in a batch when you're first starting out because you're going to make mistakes. Um, typically, what what I do in terms of process, um, it's think about who the target's going to be, then build a lead list using something like LinkedIn. Right? Let's say your target is CEO of digital agencies. You just type that into LinkedIn. You'll get a little bit of a list. Use something like Email Hunter. Uh, Hunter.io is a free email lookup tool. Pop in a domain and it'll spit back the email addresses of anyone at that domain. Um, and then, yeah, just use Gmail and write the first, I would even say 20, 30 emails just by hand. Um, the best way that I found to frame it in my mind is imagine you met this guy at a meetup and you're about to pitch him on your business. So you have like you know 20 seconds, a few sentences to, to frame your business and, and frame it the way that you would frame it in an in-person conversation. After 20, 30 cents, you'll get a good idea of what people are resonating to, especially if you write each one by hand. Mm -hmm. So they're all a little different. Then you take that and put that into something like Yesware, which is what we use for mail merge, and then you scale it out to a, to a much larger list. Sweet. Dude, I like that. So, so guys, if you're thinking that you can 
I don't know, get an Excel spreadsheet of 4,000 names, drop them in Outlook and hit send. Welcome to some blacklist. Uh, so well, the thing is, it, you can do that, mm-hmm. right? And that, but that's what most people do. If you t- if you take a month and test first, <laughs> right, get something that does have a seventy percent open rate, uh, because you've tested. Let's say you test forty different subject lines, and one has, you know, mm-hmm. a much higher response rate, or yeah, forty different response. Or let's say you test subject lines, one has a much higher response rate. Then yeah, you'll know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll know when you send to the list of 4,000 what's going to resonate and what's not. Because I know when I was first starting this, I burned thousands, tens of thousands of leads, right? Like my, I've had to, I, I've lost domains before when we were first spinning this up just by being marked as spam. And the, the way to avoid it is, yeah, spending about a month doing what's hard, which is writing these emails manually until you find something that works. But the results are exponentially higher. Excellent. Oh yeah, it's the same with uh, with ads, right? Like you wouldn't recommend somebody spend three thousand dollars a day off the bat. You start with like five, maybe one dollar, two dollars, yes. five dollars a day, and find something that works, and then you spin up. It's the same with email, except luckily you're not spending money; you're just spending time. Sweet, I like that. Completely scalable, and that's the big thing, guys. We, and there's plenty of platforms out there: QuickMail, um, QuickMail.io. There's Mailshake. I mean. Tons of platforms out there that actually are great for this kind of stuff, but it's one of those things. If you've got a bad email or you've got a bad, bad buyer profile, and you just decide I'm going to hammer this thing home, sending 500 emails a day on a quick mail or mail shake is just a great way to get 500 less responses. You know? Yeah, you're 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 going to mess with your own business. Like that will hurt more than it'll help. Exactly, exactly. And and you made a huge comment. That I think very few people realize. When you do it wrong, there's a risk of, and, that, and that's why you hire people like you, by the way. Um, you know, there's the risk of doing things wrong. Like you said, how many domains? I mean, let's just say I'm Joe Blow business owner. I'm listening to the podcast. I've got you know five thousand people that I've got from somewhere. I load them into insert name of thing. I mail them from my my main domain, and I and all of a sudden wonder why I'm blacklisted and everything else and. Guys, it's just not worth it. It's worth doing. If anything worth doing is worth doing right. Right. And I know you're like throwing me the softball to sell consulting, which, you know, experiment27.com slash consult is where I do sell consulting by the hour. But the um, I wouldn't even recommend doing that. I would recommend, yeah, sending 15, 20, 30 by yourself, seeing what the results are, and then scaling up that way. Like I, I personally, I haven't uh, – when I've hired a consultant, I've never regretted it, mm-hmm. paying for an hour of somebody's time. But in terms of getting the most uh, bang for your buck, in terms of getting the most results, uh, I found to try something yourself first. Because you might be like, uh, you might be a savant. You might be amazing at it. And then there would be no need to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. Okay, well, that leads us into the next question. Let's say that, A, I realized that this, and I'm going to tell you, we, we had this conversation before. When you're using pay-per-click, in a B2B world, there's a time and place for it, but it's usually most people are putting it like, I just don't understand why I'm not getting these seven-figure contracts from my PPC ads. You know, doesn't every CEO want to Google my name in my town, in my city, and, you know, throw me a contract? So with that said, if you're gonna, if we were to crank up today and say, you know what, I need, I need I've got an agency, I've got a business, I need, I want to move upstream, Cold email is the best way to get it going. With that said, how do we, how could we, you know, talk to you about it? I mean, 
what does experiment 27 do? You know, what does it, what does it do? And you know, who is your buyer? Sure. So our buyer is agencies over a million in revenue, uh, people that sell advertising space, uh, iOS development, any sort of custom web front and back end branding, literally anyone in that digital agency space is, is what we specialize in. And then in terms of our process, yeah, we start in the first month with a deep dive because we know agencies have been around for a while, but especially if you're in the marketing space, you're trying a lot of different tactics. So we spend that whole first month, first half of the month learning what you've done in the past and what the results were, if there are any hidden gems in there. And then the second half of the month, building this report where we go through what meetups should you go to? What would these cold emails look like? Who's the target customer that we're going after and where are we going to find them for podcasts? What sort of podcast should you be on? On and on and on coming up with a detailed marketing plan, a step-by-step plan that could, could be six months, could be a year and basically giving agencies everything they need to, to improve their marketing on their own. And then from there, we have a done for you service uh, as well, where we're sending cold emails on their behalf, uh, managing uh, podcast bookings. If they have uh blog content they want to write, helping with that, helping with some SEO stuff, um, whatever it takes with an ROI-driven approach. Like uh, the, the main reason I started X27 was because I was spending a bunch of our marketing budget at the agency I was working with and getting no results, right? Like we'd get clicks, we'd get leads, but all that really matters is how many of these contracts are you closing at the end of the day. And so that's that's all we really care about as well. Like we'll, we'll use uh, calls booked and meetings booked to track our progress. But if, if after like six, seven months, you don't have like a six figure close, there's something seriously wrong with the process. And, and that's the type of stuff that we focus on. Dude, that's amazing. Hey, I like that because you, you have nailed it. I think so many people, they hire an agency and they're like, push the buttons, dial the knobs. I'm going to sit in the easy chair and whoop down some Doritos. And, you know, I expect to have a couple, you know, Fortune 500s knocking on my door. You really well, we can get <laughs> well, we can get the Fortune 500s knocking on your door. But yeah, the reason why we try to own the whole process is because a lot of these agencies, and I think you might be in this situation as well, the founders are doing most of the sales. Yep. And when the founders doing the sales, the founders also probably managing production. Like there's a million things they could be doing. Exactly, exactly. And so part of what we do is accountability. It's sometimes we'll have our sales guys on the calls with the founder. We'll be building up these scripts. So that when the founder does decide to bring on, you know, two or three sales guys internally, they have something, they have a place to go. So it doesn't take you six months to ramp up your new sales guys. Dude, that's huge. And, that, and that's a big deal that you're saying, you're saying we will create a plan, an action roadmap, however you want to slice it, however you want to dice it, guys. There's a roadmap that says we need to do X, Y, and Z. And that's a big deal because most agencies just start, you know, let's go spend some money and let's. And the reality is spending money on the wrong resource or the wrong or allocating. It's kind of like baking a cake. The right ingredients at the wrong time will equal a disaster. And you guys literally lay out that recipe for baking the cake so that you, they're doing the right things at the right time to get the end result. Right. But just like in any marketing. So in, in month one, we'll lay out this plan, but there's also a testing process in there. So it's like a lot of the email scripts that we write in this initial review, they they might not work when we, when we try it for that specific business. And that's why we're constantly iterating on the scripts, right? Uh, like we were talking about, uh, Charles showed me his cold emails before. It was a 70% open rate. And if I saw that, the first thing I would say is, how do we get that up to 90%, mm-hmm. right? Let's, let's test new subject lines. And if we do get it up to 90% and there's not, uh, you know, your, uh, your response rates, I think we're like 15, 20%, which is pretty good. 
Um, but if they're not like 25%, there's more that we can push, right? There's more that we can change in the body of this mm -hmm. email to help it resonate. And yeah, it's constantly going back and just assuming that you're terrible at your job and rewriting, right? With that assumption in mind. Sweet. Well, guys, hey, now why don't, let's just say that I am an agency owner. I'm not ready to basically commit to a roadmap. I've just got some questions. How else can I get, you know, access to you? Yeah, uh, the easiest way to to get me to respond to anything is to go to b2bsalestraining.org and leave a comment on one of these YouTube videos. Uh, b2bsalestraining.org, basically I've taken what should have been in a paid course and I've just been cranking out these super detailed YouTube videos on how to send cold emails, how to sell the exact email scripts we're using, screen shares of the, of the tools we're using, stuff like that. And that's all on b2bsalestraining.org. So yeah, leave a comment there and I'll, I'll follow up. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Like it, rate it, share it. Go to Experiment 27. I'm going to have a list of all the URLs that we talked about. Head over there. Subscribe to Alex's channel, the YouTube channel. I watch it constantly. Tons of content. Head over there. Subscribe. Opt in. Join the list. Get on this list. Get and get educated. So, guys, this is Charles. Hope you enjoyed it. Alex, anything you want to say before I wrap this up? No. Have a great day. Dude, guys, have a good one, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Media Buyers Association, or MBA, with Charles Kirkland. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, mediabuyersassociation.com, to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Join us next time for another edition of MBA.